Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previously on Mentally Yours. Sometimes, like, as a darker-skinned black woman, I would make sure that I'm, like, it's easier to be treated nicely if I code more as, like, heavily femme, like high feminine. So you'll always see me with things like flowers in my hair or, you know, I have a very big, very, like, an afro that's very palatable. <laughs> like, you know, not the scary kind of afro. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so that's definitely something I would make sure that I did when I was going, you know, I would... Because especially if I was talking to a white woman, it'd be like much easier if we could be like, we're both women, you know. But um, yeah, it's completely ridiculous. And you you do find yourself like, because there's a lot of things to be angry about. I'm angry all the time. But you certainly can't show that because, yeah, ang- you know, pain is often coded as anger. Like I actually talk about this in terms of like not being able to recognize trauma on a black face. And, you know, it's just crying is something that's very you know like it's heavily coded as feminine but it's just something that i found was the easiest way to be weirdly enough taken seriously like it's not it wasn't even like a a pity move it was like excuse me i'm in pain Welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly podcast about all things mental health. I'm Ellen. And I'm Yvette. And this week we're going to be chatting to Chuck Mullen. She's a cartoonist and her work looks at the funnier side of mental health. Her comic Bird Brain is about birds who have anxiety and depression. We're going to be talking to her about panic attacks, meds and pigeons. 
obviously this is a podcast. Yeah. So we can't see the cartoons. <laughs> Can you kind of describe them to us, please? So normally a four panel comic of a cartoon pigeon with one eyeball floating, because why not? Uh, and it normally experiences something relating to anxiety or depression or some other mental health issue. And it might be negative or it might be positive. It just kind of depends on what I'm trying to channel in that time. The big question is, yeah. why pigeons? Yeah, <laughs> This is like my old man rambling story. So if Go it gets too it. long, I'm sorry. So I used to draw comics of just myself um, after I graduated from uni and I would just upload them onto my own Facebook and like my friends and my mum would like them. And they were just of me. Um, and then one day I was in the town centre and I saw some pigeons pecking at chips or something. And uh, there was an old couple that walked by and they were calling them disgusting. They're like, oh, we need to get rid of them. People need to stop littering. They're horrible. And I thought of a pigeon hearing that and then imagining the pigeon getting sad at the people insulting it. So I thought, I'll make a comic out of this. So I made I made one of a, of a pigeon realising that it's worth something. And it should be confident. And then for some reason, people really, really liked it. And I thought maybe I can use pigeon as an emblem of uh, my mental health, I guess, because it's kind of they suit being an underdog figure. You know, lots of people hate them, even though they just kind of wander around and mind their own business. And I think they're quite funny and cute. So I thought it'd just be fun to project myself onto them. When I first drew them, I drew them um, just with pens and uh, pencils. But now I I use... um, graphics tablet I use paint or sigh so they're they're digital i do like pigeons good must say i think you're right a lot of people do hate pigeons yeah, yeah. do you, are you a pigeon hater I no feel like you are. no to be honest i suppose i quite like countryside pigeons because they seem like they're generally having a nice time so maybe i'm discriminating i i'm kind of slightly scared of the pigeons in london yeah they seem like they might like if i was to sort of just you know put my guard down they might start pecking my eyeballs out that's yeah. what i feel a bit about them they're ballsy they sure. are they're definitely they're not going to take any crap are they yeah um, they've got to survive in the mean streets yeah Exactly. Well, yeah, most of them have got like, you know, just two toes left. Yeah. You know, they've been yeah. in a fight already. They've been around you know, like, who, what's going to happen when they take me on? Anyway, <laughs> so pigeons. Um, why did you want to um, talk about anxiety and depression through the medium of pigeons and comics? First, I started drawing them just with myself. This was when I just graduated from uni, I think, when my anxiety kind of began to spike. So I thought it, it was useful to make comics about it as sort of a way to vent that and express it. Um, and then... Yeah, once people liked that one pigeon comic, I thought this would be good to just keep on doing it. And it's been sort of a good way to vent and express myself. And a lot of people seem to relate to the pigeon, Mm. which is nice. Why do you think that is? Why do people find pigeons like resonate with them? I think it has to do with that whole thing I mentioned about how most people hate them, think they're dirty when really this is me being like a lame bird nerd but um we used to use pigeons a lot in our society so they used to be really instrumental for meat and for eggs obviously um they were used for messaging people before the internet and um used for sport as well racing uh and then once more viable options like chickens came about everyone pretty much was like we don't need these anymore and just release them into the wild so that's why there's so many city pigeons everywhere a bit of fun pigeon trivia so knowledge yeah yeah so they so they have this reputation of being unsavory and ugly and hated when they don't really deserve it it's kind of our fault that they're all everywhere and clogging up the streets so i think that resonates with people a little bit you know you have something that doesn't deserve all this hate and gets it anyway and i i I think of that as 
that's how you feel when you have a mental illness because you experience all these emotions and thoughts about yourself that are horrible and you know are objectively untrue, but you can't help think them. And I think that's why people can relate to a figure that is generally disliked, even though it doesn't deserve it. Plus, they're cute. I think they're really cute. Especially in your comics. (laughs) Thank you. They're cute-looking pigeons. I think they just... I find birds really cute in general, just like... Their lack of expression is really funny. Birds are having a bit of a resurgence. I don't know if you saw yeah. like all over Twitter. I keep finding bird accounts. Like <laughs> bird um, accounts. Yeah, like in terms of, like obviously the internet is still cats and dogs very much, mm. but birds are really taking over as well. Yeah. There's so many bird memes. Oh, it's quite strange. especially like cockatiels and little yes. little pet birds as well. Yeah, I think they're making a it's- big big surgeons. But to get off birds, because I've all just <laughs> gone on about birds for ages. Also, I think it's interesting that comics about mental illness resonate. Why do you think comics are such a good medium for that? And why do they share so widely? I think, even though obviously my comics have text as well, I think comics are a good way of expressing mental health because a lot of the things you feel when you are mentally ill, you you can't vocalise and you struggle to express to people. So I think it's really good to have a visual medium where you don't necessarily have to go on a, a really long rant to get your point across you can get it in in a page so that's that's why i like doing comics i think they're very straight to the point yeah and they convey so much in in just four panels Mm, because you do kind of get on big topics that usually would be in a full article Mm. in four panels with pigeons and they're sometimes quite quite hard hitting as well really aren't they because it's not it's not always i mean some of it's i mean it's funny but you're also talking about meds and stuff quite a lot of the time yeah why did you decide to sort of focus on that I think because I put off trying any sort of recovery for so long. I tried um, speaking to a therapist at university, so that was about four or five years ago, and I just couldn't do it. And it took a long time to even try thinking of, you know, if I wanted to try it again or if I wanted to try medication. So um, it was scary going on medication as well. So I think I like to make comics about them just to dispel a lot of notions that people have about them and maybe encourage them to try it to see if it works for them obviously it doesn't work for everyone but I think there's a lot of fear about it when that doesn't necessarily have to be I think a lot of the comics that I like of yours are about the not to just throw compliments at you. Um, <laughs> oh are, no how terrible um are the ones where they're talking about the side effects assigned to take medication because that's not something that's often covered and can be off-putting. Why do you feel like it's important to talk about those things? I think it's important to mention those because obviously, as you said, a lot of people don't expect that. I didn't expect it at all. And it made sort of the first month or two a really weird period of my life. Um, so I think it's important to get that knowledge out there. But also there's an element of getting better that you have to push yourself through certain things. And I think it's important to get the point across that you might have a tough time at first with medication but it, it can end up being worth it you just have to stick with it and sometimes that's not that's not the case but I think it's important to remind people that you have to push a lot of things to get a payoff and medication can be one of those things mm. what kind of side effects have you had oh uh so in the first month I went from uh being wide awake all the time to being asleep all the time had very low energy um and then I had really weird ones like I uh I wouldn't stop grinding my teeth so I'd wake up in the night because I've been grinding my teeth so hard the noise woke me up I would shake a lot and for a while the depression got worse 
they say that on the packet, but you know, it doesn't make it any better when you when you experience it and you know, oh, this really is just a phase. But that was uh, tough. But that kind of all got out of the way in the first month or two. I don't think I really have any now. Sometimes I will just get randomly sleepy mm. if I if I take them maybe ten minutes late. I'll just just be out instantly. But thankfully they've sort of stopped. Can you tell us a little bit more about your own experience of a mental health issues like when they start that kind of stuff? If you don't mind? No, no, of course not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have come on a podcast <laughs> to talk about it if I did. It's it's really weird because I can't quite pinpoint when it started. I feel like it hit me at a real early point in my teens. But, look, you know, I thought I was just a bit weird, a bit eccentric. And it was only sort of just before I went to university and then that period at uni and a year after my graduation that it kind of really hit that something wasn't right. And um, it took a long time to realise what was happening. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm just sad because I'm away from home for the first time. And then when that didn't subside, I was like, OK, yeah, something is definitely up here. Um, and I, as I said, I tried to go to the therapist. I just couldn't do it, couldn't build up the courage because I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, so that that probably didn't help for a while. And then it was um, only about a year ago that I finally spoke to a doctor again. Um, and she put me through the usual kind of tests and suggestions before that she thought it'd be best if I go on medication. And then I've been, I think I'm okay since then but it's been yeah it, it feels like it's been longer than it actually has but also not as long because I, I can't remember where it sort of started and began that I don't know if that makes sense no it definitely does okay. I mean <laughs> like you don't necessarily get a, a you know a diagnosis at a particular time or some people don't get a diagnosis for years mm. and they sort of know that something's happening and they're taking meds for it but yeah it's also it's not clear cut it's very mm. really like I woke up and then everything was bad. Mm -hmm. It's like looking back, I can yeah. see a lot of these patterns yeah. a little bit. Yeah, me too. I mean, like stuff in childhood and stuff, even. I Definitely. think that's quite common for lots of people already. I, I think, oh, that's another weird side effect. Uh, my memory is not great now. Uh, is that a no <laughs> side effect? It can, well, it's not permanent mm. memory loss. I don't think it's terrible, but sometimes I do. I have a lot more moments now, you know, where you get up and you go somewhere into another room and you're like, I forgot why I'm doing this. That happens a lot more. Um, so I hope that doesn't lead to anything terrible in my old age, but I'm sure it's it, fine. Look, I just ask because I also have a terrible memory. Oh. So I'm like, is that connected? Yeah, I mean, the the pack has like that leaflet that tells you all the things. It's just so extensive. I thought, I'm just anything now that happens to me, I'm just going to assume it's because of this. The leaflets are ter like terrifying, aren't they? Yeah. And not like, the most terrifying thing on those leaflets, I just don't read them anymore, to be honest. But the most terrifying thing is always, yeah, can cause suicidal thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're suffering from depression in the first yeah. place. It's just like, uh, excuse me? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, move away from this kind of thing. But, just just mm. what I need, yeah. More mm. suicidal thoughts. Mm. I remember having to message my brother because my doctor was like, so this could make you really bad and you might feel suicidal. So you have to let someone know. And he was just like, but I thought you were going on pills to get better. <laughs> it's a very weird situation to have to deal yeah. with. And, and also, if you have anxiety, yeah. you're going to overthink exactly. all those mm -hmm. side effects. And then when um, I initially read the side effect, I was like, that's not possible. I can't feel worse. And then it turns out you can. You so really that can. was fun. How does anxiety manifest for you? How does it come out? Um, well, sweating normally, mm -hmm. which is great cool. since I'm sweating a lot more anyway because of this, uh, the medication. Um, my heart rate gets quite quick. Um, I think I'm one of those people who 
outwardly I probably look like I'm fine but internally I'm just sort of screaming so my heart rate tends to speed up insanely and then I can't focus um, and sweat and then start to shake so you probably could tell if you just looked at my hands but uh, it's mainly it's mainly very internal I think when I get anxious I somehow manage to mostly hide it you sound quite physical though yeah 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 in like subtle ways I guess it's quite physical and I think being a cartoonist and doing that kind of work can be quite like isolating because it's just mm. something you're doing on your own. If you were struggling with mental health issues, would you be able to get out of that and ask for help, do you think? Uh, it's definitely something I do have to force mm. myself to do. Yeah, I think you kind of hit it on the head there most of the time. I think I'll just make a comic out of this and then and then that's totally fine. That's me dealing with it when that's obviously not healthy. So like recently I've, I had a moment where I just had to open up and say, yeah, I'm not doing well. That's why all my comics have been sad. So it, I do have to really remind myself that it's okay to do that. And I have to make a real effort to, to do it. What do you hope your cartoons and your book, which will be out? Um, it's still uh, to be confirmed. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to remember the last thing. So I've handed it in. Um, I think it's just been discussed in production about the logistics of that. But on, on the website, it has a to be confirmed date and you can hover over it and keep checking back. So it will be updated and I will let everyone know as soon as I know. Mainly, I hope, obviously, if it could help increase love for pigeons, that would be really good. Uh, but also, I guess, just to know, just to help people know that they're not they're not alone. Because I think that's the most popular comment that I tend to get is, oh, your, your comments, they express something that I didn't know how to express myself and it makes me feel less alone I think that's it doesn't fix everything but and it's it's kind of bittersweet knowing that other people are dealing with the same issues that you are but it's it's nice knowing that you're not alone and that other people know what it's like because that's the thing no one tells you when you're ill that it's really isolating and sometimes just knowing that you're not alone helps a lot so I think that's that's my main thing and if people find it funny and enjoy it then that's also good so I think one thing that's interesting about your work is that you're not just drawing for your own benefit, but that you're actually kind of turning your personal issues into work for everyone else to look at and read. What does it feel like to be that personal and then put it out there for the public eye? It feels it feels quite weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of I have a lot of friends who do web comics, and there's normally some sort of overarching plot. But with my stuff, it's I guess the plot is my life, but also it's made a bit more general. Um, so that, you know, I think that's another thing why I like using pigeons rather than my myself, because I think it's easier to relate to something that's that's not human, that doesn't have distinct features. Um, so I think it's c- quite cathartic to have it out there to, you know, sometimes I just scroll back and, and look at everything. And I'm like, oh, I remember what made me do that. I remember feeling like that and so on. So I think it's been quite, yeah, just cathartic to have it out there and... You know, it's, it does feel a bit weird knowing that some of my friends look at it and they're like, oh, is this about me? Is this about that person or this? Um, but I think that's just part of how I'm getting better, kind of opening up a bit more and exposing myself. So, I th- yeah, I think it's a good way to vent. Do you feel like you do use it as kind of like a coping mechanism? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Comics, they put something visual that you can't depict into words. So a lot of the time when I'm awake and I have this negative feeling and I don't know how to channel it, I'll just think of it and then I'll try and think of how I can make it into a comic and eventually it, it 
forms an idea in my head and then I'm like oh, okay I can put this onto paper and then it's sort of out of my brain a little bit so I think it's it's a it's sort of my own weird healing process I guess do you ever go through periods of I suppose the equivalent of writer's block and how do you deal with them mentally oh yeah I mean where I've just been doing my book the past month or so where I've been finishing it every, every bit of free time I have is just doing that and a lot of it I can't share yet um and then I look at my social media I'm like I haven't posted in in two days like, what, what do I do I can't think of anything that I've not already made into a comic for the book and obviously in real bad periods you just don't want to do anything um I think it's a lot of artists struggle with that they feel like if they're not putting content out there then you know they're worthless and people will get bored and they'll leave but I think it's important to just keep reminding yourself you have to take time to, to just do your own thing um you can't force art at the end of the day um, it's like writer's block. Sometimes you just have to accept that you can't do anything and just let it ride out. So usually at this point we have a discussion about what we've just talked about with our guest. Yeah. So that pigeons or medication? I would love to talk about pigeons, but I don't know that we've got enough things to say about pigeons and mental health issues. Although I do, I'm, I'm coming round to them now after that discussion about pigeons and you know how they were so helpful to our society and I do feel a bit sorry for them now actually I have to say I've always loved pigeons yeah I'm a big fan I don't like when people shoe them mm. or once also in the team station I saw someone try and stamp on a pigeon <gasps> it made me really sad no I would get that it's far. horrible no absolutely horrible If you've been affected by any of the topics we've discussed today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116-123 or go to their website at samaritans.org. You can join us online. We've got a lovely Facebook group called Mentally Yours. Um, we're also on Twitter. It's Mentally Yours with YRS at the end. Thanks very much to our guest Chuck Mullen, to our producer Sam Bonham and to Lucy Baker for the jingles. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 